Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh, we made a baby. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Becca Bristow. You may know me from my YouTube channel where I talk about all things health and wellness. So when I got pregnant, I knew I wanted to bring you guys on this journey, but I also knew I wanted to include this guy right here. So we hope you'll join us on this journey of all things pregnancy, prepping for parenthood, and what in the world's going on with this girl's body, Becca's body. <laughs> and our baby. Oh, of course, yeah, our baby. So make sure to tune in every week as we share everything that is going on with us and baby Bristow. And your big old belly. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast. In today's pod, pod episode, pepisode, we'll be, pepisode. We'll be discussing weeks 9 through 12 of yep. Becca's pregnancy. So, in other words, the second half of the first trimester, where it's like the nitty gritty, like you get, it's like the tundra, you get down there, you know. So anyway, no, the first one was the worst. Okay. First half. First half. Never mind. Learn things every day. Um, you were there. So I have some stats about this little Bristow blob. Yeah. So I completely forgot. I wanted to include these like every week, and last week we were just I was so focused on how sick I was that I forgot. So we're going to give you like a little overview of like actually what's happening with the baby. But this will be like, you know, for multiple weeks. Right. So, so I took some away. so I took some notes, you know, through my studies of the baby. The what, app, what app do we use? Um, bump. Yeah. Good job. So anyway, <laughs> from weeks nine through 12, the baby grew from a cherry to a plum. It's crazy. It's a big growth. That know? really is. Yeah. Um, both juicy fruits it's pretty good um <laughs> juicy fruits it's uh officially a fetus yeah at some point these are just some highlights it's grown some fingernails and hair fingers and toes are no longer webbed what else we got here we got a little sense of smells developing so yeah. it smells all the pizza daddy's eating i wonder if i can smell rosie just as much as i can i mean she smells great so i hope she can or he can no, she doesn't um the blob is developing reflexes yep and do you know what that last one is? Placenta has grown. Yeah, so at the end of the first trimester, the placenta now takes over the feeding of the baby and getting rid of all the waste instead of the yolk sac. And do you remember what I was telling you about placentas? Yeah, we're going to we're gonna eat it raw right as the baby's born. No, we're not. <laughs> but we are probably going to encapsulate it, which some people think is super gross. And I also kind of think it's super gross, but... The benefits are like potentially insane, so I think we're gonna do it. Um, as far as just like energy and repleting stores for the mom, um, I don't know. We don't need to get into this now, but I just I've recently told him about this, and he was very perplexed. Yes, we are those crazy people. <laughs> it's actually more common than you think. A lot of celebrities do it, actually. That's you know, we're kind of celebrities. We're right? not celebrities. We have like a thousand followers. We're definitely not celebrities. Okay. Um, All right, and then uh, one more little highlight for us, oh. for the listeners here. Looks like uh, things got a little better during the second half of this first trimester, but it was still rough. Sure was. Why don't you uh, go into a little detail week by week here? Okay. So, starting with week nine. So, as I stated before, seven and eight were like the worst of the first trimester. Did not get drastically better, but it did get better. So, hey, I'll take it. Um, so... Still with week nine, I mainly just felt sick at night. I felt better during the day. I didn't feel great during the day, but I did feel definitely, you know, somewhat functional. And then I would just feel really sick at night. Um, and some days were better than others. That's been a theme throughout this whole pregnancy. 
some days I feel a lot better and then others I just feel really like knocked down. Okay, and then this might be a little graphic, but I had probably the most <laughs> disgusting puke of my whole life this oh, week. Man. I will never forget it. It was just wretched. Creamy and white. No, it wasn't really white, but basic, well, kind of. So I drank right, like right before and I felt fine. I remember feeling fine and I had, um, it's like kefir. So like drinkable yogurt and it's delicious. It's, I don't know. I get it at Wegmans. It's like this certain brand. I think it's called like Lassi. I don't know, but it's mango flavored and it's so good. And it's just like a really Ugh. good, good sort. It sounds gross. You don't already. like mango? Mango yogurt? Not for a drinkable yogurt. Well, it's just like, you know, whatever. It's still yogurt. It's delicious. Whatever. So it's a great source of probiotics. So I was trying to, you know, drink that because that's something easy I could get down that was healthy. So (laughs) that was probably the most just disgusting thing to ever come back up. And it came back up like pretty soon after, but like not soon enough where it still tasted the same. But you were there for that, and I, sh- I was, like, crying. I was literally crying while throwing up because it was just the most disgusting thing I've ever experienced in my whole life, I think. Yeah, I feel like that one smelled a bit. Ew. <laughs> now you're getting graphic. You're the one just talking They did not need to know that. You just described what it looked like. Well, it was just, it was literally just the yogurt. I, like, didn't have anything else in my stomach. Anyway, moving on from this because we probably just <laughs> lost some listeners over how disgusting that was. But, you know, we're just keeping it real. Um, and then another funny thing that happened this week was I had the most vivid dream, which is totally normal for pregnancy to have really vivid dreams. But I had this dream. Um, so we did get like the blood testing done, um, like for genetic testing or whatever. But um, we like we don't want to know the gender. So like I said, like, OK, I don't know if you opt out of it or like if it's just automatic. I don't I don't even know how it works, to be honest. Um But we decided we didn't want to know the gender until around 20 weeks. So I had this really vivid dream that my, um, it wasn't even like my midwife. It was just some random doctor that I was like seeing in this dream pregnancy. And in this dream, the doctor texted me, which is, would never happen, but texted me saying, congrats, it's a girl. And it felt so real that A, I was convinced it was a girl and um, B, I was like so upset because they told us and they ruined the surprise and we want to do like a gender reveal and all that. It was a very emotional day the next day I had to... Uh, it was not. Becca was in bed all day. That's not yeah. true. Because I, re- I obviously realized it was a dream, right. but it was just very vivid. A couple other symptoms to note in week nine. Um, one kind of small thing. I did start to break out a little bit. My skin has really been very clear throughout most of this pregnancy, and that was kind of something new. Um, and then also, remember my sciatic nerve pain yeah, that, that started weird. flaring up? Yeah, I will say I, don't, I didn't notice any pimples or anything no it wasn't bad it was just like i noticed i wasn't like really breaking out it was just like something that i've noticed but yeah i remember your back hurting a lot yeah so painful i started to get what i believe was sciatic nerve pain and it almost just felt like something was pinched because it wasn't like a shooting pain that was ongoing it was more certain ways that i would move it would hurt so bad and it started off really mild and just day by day, it got worse and worse to the point where, like, when I would stand up, I, like, <laughs> couldn't stand up. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, you looked like a nine-year-old woman. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so that was really just annoying. But um, I found, of course, so I was like, this has to be sciatica pain. So I went, I don't know, whatever, Googled and found, like, some YouTube videos, like, stretches for it. And I stretched it for, like, a few days morning and night and that really helped like just me deal with it and then like magically went away on its own so I'm maybe it'll come back 
But that's like the weird thing about pregnancy. A lot of these symptoms just seem to come and go. Okay, and then one last symptom for week nine, and this was so gross, and I'm glad that it didn't stick around long. Again, some symptoms just seem to come and go, at least for me, but I would get the worst taste in my mouth at night. I think there's a name for it, dyskesia, dyskesia, something like that, but oh my God, it was so nasty, and again, it would only really happen at night because that's where my symptoms really flare up the most and where I feel the worst. It was just so nasty, and it would just make me feel so much more sick because no matter what I did, I had this nasty taste in my mouth. I remember just like spitting in the sink on and off all night trying to get rid of it, but it wouldn't get, it wouldn't, it's not something that could really go away. I, I mean, when you eat. I well, thought you were spitting in the sink because you had so much saliva. Well, that's coming. Oh. That didn't happen yet. Tease. Tease. <laughs> so exciting. Stay tuned. Oh my gosh. For my saliva story. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> so yeah, luckily that did not stick around long. That was pretty much just like a week nine symptom. Thank God. Cause it was really nasty. And then moving on to week 10, week 10 was a good week. I was convinced that I was turning a corner this week. There's That's an, another ongoing theme throughout this first trimester. A lot of times I thought I was turning a corner and it turns out I wasn't. But, you know, that's okay. So this week I pretty much just felt the most – I still felt sick, especially at night. But, of course, that's like ne- that never has really gone away in the first trimester. But I felt the most normal during the day that I had so far, and I was like eating the most normal at this point. And something that was really key for me as far as feeling great was just getting a good night's sleep. My sleep had been has been so variable all throughout the first trimester. Do you remember I would wake up some mornings and be like, I was awake from three to six, and it's now seven, and I like just need to sleep more. I'm exhausted. Yeah, it sounds awful. Yeah, so that happened a lot. Like, that would happen on and off, it seemed like, every other night for a while. And if I got, like, a full night's sleep, I would wake up, and I would actually feel, like, pretty decent. And I could, like, work and be productive. I didn't feel great, but I could, like, push through. But then other days, I would be up for (laughs) all hours of the night. So I would just be so thrown off the next day. And that would really just kind of ruin the day for me. Although, it would be pretty good, because you got to watch, like, 10 episodes of The Office. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> that gets old real quick. It's a pretty when good you have, day, like, all know. this work to get done, it's, you know, it's not, it loses its luster. Let's just say that. That's true. But that's, that's why you hired me. That's true. That's true. But you can't do everything that I can do. That's true. Sometimes, you know, you need the space for certain things. That's the truth. <laughs> and then, this week... One thing that I did try was that like snoogle pregnancy pillow. My God, that thing's huge. It is huge. And it's like really early. Like I wouldn't have not have ordered this pregnancy pillow this early in the pregnancy probably, but my sister had it and I borrowed hers and she gave it to me like really early on. So I've had it. And um, I did try and like sleep with it one night thinking maybe that will like help. You already take up the whole bed and that thing destroyed me. I was like, (laughs) I literally had one one foot across to sleep on. With Rosie on top of me. Well, there's two of us on that side of the bed, technically. Yeah, Rosie and I. <laughs> the baby and I. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> yeah, 10 weeks pregnant at yeah. this point. There's nothing going on. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, anyway, I tried to sleep with it one night, thinking maybe that would help me sleep through the night better. Not that, like, I needed necessarily, like, a lot of support, but it does feel really good, like, on your hips to have it between your legs, because it's, like, very, um, I don't know, sturdy. It's not like a normal bed pillow. And I, I don't know, it just, it like hurt my neck. I couldn't sleep on it. I don't know. Maybe as we get later in this pregnancy and I get really uncomfortable, then that would like, it'll be a savior. But right now I don't really have any use for it other than I did sleep with it. I took a nap with it on the couch. I remember and it was like the most glorious nap I've ever had. 
I woke up feeling like a million bucks. Not really. I probably still fell off. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I just I wrote that down because it was just like it was great. It was a really nice nap. And I I love a good nap. We well, I know that now your listeners know that. But Becca, Becca is the nap queen. She's known as that around her family. Only really on weekends, though. And now when I'm pregnant. (laughs) Weekends or if she's pregnant. I think my family thinks I just sleep all the time. Because, like, whenever we're down the beach, I take a lot of naps, like, on Saturday and Sunday. But I'm like, you don't understand. I'm so busy. I keep myself so busy all week. I don't have time for naps. Nor do I want to take a nap. And on the weekends, I just, like, I just like to sleep in general. I love to sleep. Who doesn't? But that's going to change very soon. I know. I'm scared. That's the one thing I'm most scared about. You just got to be flexible. You got to adapt, you know? Well, obviously, but I'm not looking forward to, to that point. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you guys just heard Rosie. Um, she's moaning at the dog barking outside. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. It's all right, Rosie. Yeah, you go back to sleep there, buddy. Okay, so week 10 overall, pretty good week. I was feeling better. I was excited about it. And the only really main, I don't know, thing that happened in week 10 that was very noticeable was I definitely started to notice a slight change as far as my body goes. Um, I obviously do not have a bump by any means, did not have a bump in week 10, but more it was just like my waist really, I noticed it was like thickening and that's something that's totally normal for first trimester, especially right around week 10. And that was just, you know, something I noticed if my body was no longer the same and I did have like a little teeny bit of a pooch, but I mean, it's not really like in the morning there was barely anything there. It was more like food. Like a dog? A pooch? A pooch. Isn't that the name for a dog? Oh, yeah. It can be. Okay. (laughs) But like, you know, like a little pooch in your, like the lower belly pooch. That's what it's called. Gotcha. (laughs) Maybe a learning new thing. Maybe a little one. Like tiny. It was very, very small. Probably only you could notice. Probably. Exactly. Only like only really I could notice. Like I I was still wearing normal clothes at this point. Like no one, you know, I could hide it, of course. Um, but yeah, so that was week 10. Wow. And at that point we were officially 25% of the way there. Yeah. That's crazy. Oof. That means we're even further in that present day. <laughs> it is crazy. Like how quickly it does go by. Well, it's cause like the first three weeks don't even count. You find out you're pregnant and it's like, Oh, I'm three weeks pregnant. Even though I got really, pregnant a week ago. Like a di- a it makes week. no sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. That's just how they calculate it. 40 weeks. They go from your period, not your, when you, op- or when you conceive. Yeah. It's just easier that way. Well, it was news to me. It cut it a little short, so. <laughs> yeah, um, you didn't know that. No. It was yeah, news to you. It's not Because I was like, oh, I'm I'm four four weeks pregnant or three weeks pregnant. And you were really confused. Right. Because <laughs> we tried quick sooner than that. It wasn't yeah. that long back. No. Yeah. So anyway, you learn something new every day, especially around here when you're Speci- Matt. <laughs> especially around here yeah. if you're Matt, Matt yeah. Bristow. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so then week 11, things took a little bit of a turn for the worse. Not really much happened this week other than I just felt sick again. Um, Like I said, week 10 felt pretty good. I thought that I was maybe turning a corner and then week 11 rolled along and that was not true. I was right back to where I was pretty much in week nine as far as how I felt. Just not feeling great, still really sick at night, you know, nauseous, um, just tiring really easily. And um, this was like when I started to get, this didn't, didn't really happen before. Anytime I felt like I had to throw up, I always threw up, but this is when I started to like every, not every night, but a lot of nights I would be really sick and I would go in the bathroom thinking that I was going to throw up and I couldn't. And it was just very strange. And yeah, it seemed frustrating. 
It's like yeah. just let out the pain. Right. Yeah. And throwing up is so gross and nobody likes doing it, especially when you have <laughs> drinkable yogurt right before. Yeah. But it does bring relief and it does help like make the nausea go away. So it was just really, I don't know. It was kind of a weird thing. I almost would have rather just thrown up cause I, at least I would have felt better afterwards. Um, so that, that started and that became kind of a theme of like the last bit of the first trimester. And also in week 11, I started to get headaches, um, just light ones, nothing I was personally really concerned about. Um, and as you move into the second trimester, headaches are a um, symptom, like, you know, a common symptom. But, are, your, but your husband had a great cure for that. You did. You want to tell him what it was? You know, just the old classic sandwich bag with some ice cubes. Mm-hmm. Lather it right on the head there. Well, but there's something around it, right? A little little uh little kitchen towel little towel like a little microfiber cloth which the microfiber cloth is key because it's kind of not sticky but it like grips on your head really well so didn't know that part yeah like that was just you just grabbed that i think but you picked the perfect towel because i don't know it was great so i would just lay on (laughs) lay on the couch what else is new i swear to god i'm like there's gonna be a huge dent in that couch by the end of this pregnancy, there or I'm just gonna get swallowed is. up in it. Mm. Either way, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna wonder where I am. Yep, <laughs> I'll be inside the couch. Um, but yeah, so I would just like lay that on my forehead, and it really, really helps just reduce everything. Because obviously, you can't really take medication. Technically, you can take Tylenol when you're pregnant. That is allowed, but oh, really? Why aren't you doing it? Let's go. Well, because. Let's go. Because I've been reading that there are some studies that are now questioning acetaminophen in pregnancy. And if I can get rid of it by just putting some ice on my head for, you know, a little while, then I'd much rather do that and not have that stress in my mind. That's good for you. You know, whatever. So that was week 11. And then moving into week 12, still was not feeling great. Everyone, you know, tells you that usually around the end of the first trimester, although I heard more like week 13, 14, so I wasn't there yet. But people say that, you know, your energy just returns. And I kept hearing that one day you just, for a lot of women, you just wake up and it's the weirdest thing ever, but you just wake up and you feel like so much better. So I kept waiting for that day to come. (laughs) It did not come in week 12. Um, But anyway, so again, I still wasn't feeling great. Some days were better than others, still sick at night. Um, And this, this is where the saliva really came into play. So Uh, yeah. This is one of my least favorite pregnancy symptoms because it's just gross. And um, it's, it has not gone away. This was not short-lived, unfortunately, like the bad taste in my mouth. But at nighttime, again, which is where my symptoms seem to be the most heightened, I get so much saliva in my mouth. It is just so gross. And this is normal for pregnancy. But it's almost like, you know, like right before you're about to like throw up and you get like a pool of spit in your mouth. But it's just like that over and over and over and over for hours. And you just have to keep spitting it out and you don't want to swallow it because it's like a lot. And it's oh, if that's the worst thinking if about that's, it. Like if that could be your only symptom, would you take that in a heartbeat? Well, yeah, but it wasn't my only symptom. Yeah, but it was on top of everything else. I no, I know it's not that bad, but it is gross. And like you just swallow it. No, but it's a lot. I'm swallowing saliva right now. Yeah, but it, you don't, you're not pregnant and you don't know what uh, I'm talking about. So it's, it's, it's pregnant like, saliva. It is pregnant saliva. Oh, we're going to look that one up. It, <laughs> that can be the title of this episode. It pool, like literally pools in your mouth and it's like, I don't know. It, if you are out there and you are pregnant or have been pregnant and you know what I'm talking about, then you feel me. Clearly Matt doesn't get it, which is fine. But it is gross. It is really gross. It's not something I ever experienced before. Hmm. And 
And also, it always happens when I feel sick, so I have to keep getting up off the couch to, like, get it out of my mouth. Oh and my you God. kept offering to give me a cup, and I was like, I can't look at it. If, if I see a cup of my spit, I'm going to throw up. It just makes you feel more sick, because the idea of swallowing it makes you feel nauseous. I literally feel nauseous right now just thinking about it, and I was not two minutes ago. When you made me whiten my teeth for the wedding. Oh, so much spit. So I would just get a cup. Put it right on my bedside table and just spit into it and like fill up halfway and just made me feel better to look at it. To look at it? <laughs> I'm just kidding, but it didn't, <laughs> I don't know. Well, that was also like a short-lived like 20 minute. You just got to get through it. That was teeth whitening this saliva. This wasn't pregnant saliva. No, so pregnant saliva is different. Gotcha. Okay. Right. <laughs> You'll never what know. What about teeth whitening pregnant saliva? I don't think you're not allowed to whiten your teeth when you're pregnant. Oh, okay. Because it contains bleach. Although I don't use that stuff anyway. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, you're not supposed to. So, although that would be a lot. Yeah, that would be epic. Epic saliva. <laughs> Some serious saliva. Okay, let's move on because this is disgusting. All right. So wrapping up week 12, we had something very exciting happen at the end of the week. Do you remember? Uh, yes, we had another appointment. And although we didn't see the blob, we heard the blob for the first time. Uh, heard the little heartbeat on the Doppler. Yeah, you got it. And I remember at first she was like warning us, you know, don't be alarmed if you don't hear the heartbeat right away. It might yeah. take me a second to find the baby. And blah, if blah, she blah. couldn't find it, we would do an ultrasound. But Right. Uh, but literally within two seconds, boom, boom. It was right there. Boom, boom. And what was it? The baby in the 160s? Yeah, I think it was 160s, which is higher. And people say that that means that it's uh, a girl, which means... Oh, my thoughts confirmed. Yeah, which would mean you were right. So you had a dream about a girl... That I did. I've girl. only had dreams about girls, I think. Although I may have had one dream that I thought it was a boy, but I can't. But the most vivid one was a girl. And I've had, I think I had another one too about it being a girl. So who knows? Maybe my dreams are right. But Re Rebecca Jr. on the way. Rebecca Jr. We don't have any girl names. So we have a boy name picked out. And I'm like, I'm having a hard time picking a girl name. I don't know why I'm being so picky, but I don't like anything. It's tough. It is tough. So it would just be so much easier if we had a boy because then It was the same go. thing with Rosie when we got her. We wanted a girl dog, but we had so many boy dog names. Or, I feel know, like I'm the only female that I know of. Everyone always says they have so, like so many girl names that they love and they really struggle with boy names. There's none that they like. I'm the complete opposite. I have probably six or seven boy names that I love and zero girl names that I really love. Including including Matthew Bristow Jr., right? Including, <laughs> yeah, MBJ. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of week 12, that Saturday, I had my sister-in-law's um, bridal shower, which was really fun. And we, I think that morning, oh, I, I forgot to mention, the day that we had the midwife appointment and heard the heartbeat, that was the best day. Remember I was on the phone with my mom being like, I oh, am feeling oh, yeah. so much better. You drinks yourself big totally, time. Totally. Oh my God. Big time. <laughs> but I felt so good that day. That was the best that I had felt and the most normal and like the most like myself that I had felt all along. Maybe it's because you heard the heartbeat. Maybe. But I, I remember just waking up that day feeling good. Uh, I know what it is. What? We had Chick-fil-A. Oh, uh, we did have Chick-fil-A. There's a Chick-fil-A right next to the hospital where um, my midwife is. <laughs> so we have to go every time. Well, we don't have to go, but we choose to go. Their lemonade is pretty good, although it's a little too sweet. I like Panera's better. <laughs> How about their chicken? Lemonade is a new thing for me. Oh, they're ch well, obviously their we don't go for the lemonade. Delicious. We go for the chicken. I know, but I get a lemonade, and it's pretty good. Oh, that's good. But yeah, so we got Chick Fil A, which was delicious. Um, anyway, that's not why I felt good, but oh. although it was <laughs> tasty. Thank you. 
So anyway, I felt so good that day. And I really thought, this is it. It's the end of week 12. I'm turning the corner. Hallelujah. Um, but that wasn't necessarily the case. So I woke up the next day and actually felt really kind of crappy in the morning, which had not been a thing. It's usually just at night. So I was worried about going to the shower and how I was going to feel, but it was fine. You know, when you're in those situations, you're so distracted that you just kind of feel like you feel okay. You, you're just not really thinking about it, which is nice. But whenever I have those, those kinds of situations, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, I always end up paying for it afterwards. Like I feel two times as worse after, after being super active and like, you know, doing functional, normal things and not taking it easy. Which is fine. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And I remember um, I felt really sick that night. I actually did throw up that night, which is the first time I had thrown up in weeks. And I was bummed because I thought maybe that that was back or here to stay. Right. Um, I feel like that was pizza. Yeah, I can't remember what I had. Maybe pizza. I think think you're right. I think it was pizza. Pizza's been a staple, both Mm. homemade and takeout. It's one of the only things that sounds good at night. I'm glad that sounds <laughs> good to you. You're enjoying that. It's paying off for me. <laughs> um, yeah, usually once I hit like week, what was it, week 10 that I said I was eating more normal, I've been eating normal throughout the day, like, you know, breakfast, lunch, snacks, and then it's usually just at night where it's still a little variable and I don't eat the best, but it does feel good to get kind of back eating well because it just makes me feel a lot better overall. Um, and then that Sunday of week 12, I remember I just did not feel well and I pretty much slept on and off all day because I think I just did a lot the day before and my body was just like, nope. It's pretty much like a hangover without drinking. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Probably watched some good shows. I bet. I bet we did. Netflix. Have we been watching anything good lately? Uh, not since Sons of Anarchy ended, but. What was, sorry, I'm away from the microphone. What was that um, criminal or the mastermind or the diabolical something? What was that show on Netflix? It was really good. The Pizza Bomber. It's a true story. It's really sad. Oh, yeah. Uh, evil. Evil mastermind. Evil genius. Evil genius. That's what it was. Yeah. That's a good one on Netflix. It's just a few episodes. I wish it was longer because it was really well done. It's by the same people who did Making a Murder, if you're into those kind of shows. Yeah, and it was in Pennsylvania where it happened. So It, it cl- was eerie, yeah, close. which is not too far. I mean, it's not close pretty to far, us, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, random, but we love, we love a good Netflix show. We oh need yeah. to find a new one anyway. So that is week nine through 12. What were your, let's hear your thoughts. I've been talking a lot. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've been feeling pretty good. Um, <laughs> my diet, <laughs> be nice. my diet's been the same plus some little extra pizza here and there. Yeah. No, but, <laughs> well, um, I'm happy to hear that. Cause I think when we heard the uh, heartbeat, that was the first time, you know, we had the appointment since we saw the blob. Yeah. So when we saw the blob, it was like kind of real, but not real. Cause like whatever you're getting an ultrasound like you could see, and you could see a picture, like the classic, uh, picture, but it was just a circle. Um, so even though we didn't see to actually hear a heartbeat coming from your belly where it doesn't even look like your belly's growing that much. I mean, it has a little bit, but that yeah, was but it's pretty flat, but that was pretty amazing. And that, that got me really excited. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so it's making it feel real for sure. Um, especially when I just realized that 10 weeks was 25%. And at this point, we're a lot further along than that. But yeah, I, I guess as, uh, as you continue to grow, the baby continues to grow. Not you. 
but um, <laughs> I'll be growing a little bit. And as we see the baby more on the ultrasound, and once once we get to start to feel the baby, I'm sure that'll really kick in. And, you know, I'm so excited to start feeling the baby. Yeah, that's still a little bit far off. That's but. gonna be cool. And then when like when we start to set up the house a little bit more, or yeah, you know, the nursery, the nursery, that'll make it feel real. Which now that we're in the you know first trimester is done, it's making it feel more like whoa pressure's on i mean we still have plenty of time it's not until i'm not doing until the end of november which right chances are I'll probably give birth in december which is still so far away considering it's the be is it, it's not even technically summer yet it's still spring so we have a lot of time but it just it goes by quickly looking back it went by fast every day felt painfully slow <laughs> but that's life you know that is life we can and get we can get into a deep conversation about that about life just you know some philosophical thoughts here just kidding we'll save that, other solar systems we'll out save there. that for our, uh, our second podcast yeah. oh okay we'll talk about that next week yeah oh are, oh, are we gonna have another podcast yeah. about the meaning of life it'll just be called life i'd love to hear your thoughts All right, we'll i bet they're real deep they are i'm sure i have a lot to say <laughs> so we'll save that for another time <laughs> so in a nutshell second try second half of the first trimester was definitely a little bit better it did improve it was kind of a shame that I was yo-yoing a little bit because it definitely got frustrating and I was just really over it at the end. I was just ready to feel better because I kind of got a few teases and then I would just go back to how I felt before. Yeah, so I think you just, when you get a good day, just embrace it and crush the day. Crush the day. Because you don't know how long it's going to last. It's true. <laughs> just saying. No, you're right. Totally right. Um, okay, yeah, so that is weeks 9 through 12. So now we are officially caught up as far as recaps. And now... Starting next week, we'll be doing weekly updates. Are you excited about that? I'm very excited. I mean, we've been talking about four weeks in one podcast, so now only one week in a podcast. It's gonna we're gonna get in some detail here, like what I had for lunch on Tuesdays. What you had for lunch? Yeah, usually a turkey sandwich. So look out for that. We actually have a what Matt eats in a day up on my YouTube channel. There is. Really want to know? Yeah, please get that those views up. I'm trying to compete with Becca's top videos. So. Go ahead and uh, give that a thumbs up there. Okay, let's see if you can do it. So in next week's episode, we're going to be going over week 13, which was an interesting week. We had a lot of, like, actually a decent amount of stuff happening with the baby and then just with our real lives. And I actually have a really funny story with you guys about a certain day in jury duty I had. Oh, you don't want to hear this. This is hilarious. <laughs> that I'm excited to share. So if you want to hear what happened, it's pretty funny. And it's literally never happened to me in my life. But, <laughs> and it's related to pregnancy, but, um, so I'll share that next, in next week's episode. So make sure to tune in, right, Matthew? Yes, please tune in, uh, subscribe, give us those reviews, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll take five Review stars, but up. if we be honest, you know, if we're three, you know, we're average, we, you know, we got to pick up the game, just give us a comment, tell us how to improve here. Hopefully the audio is better this time. Matt literally told me to put, like, I'm essentially making out the microphone, so hopefully you guys can hear me better. And if you can't hear her, then I'm at a loss. <laughs> then, we're not, then we got to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. But hopefully this one was better. Again, yeah. we're still figuring this out as we go along. Definitely. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. And uh, we will see you next week for week 13 Toodaloo. of our pregnancy. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. Bruce has made a baby. Bye. <laughs>